everybody. Welcome back for another edition of the Club Cool Podcast. I'm your host, and I'm here in the Wash Media Studios, a.k.a. The Lodge, on a Friday. It's happy hour. It's a special day. Guess who is back in the building? Joining us once again on the other side of the table, it's Phil Battaglia. Phil, good to have you back, sir. Man, glad to be back. How's that uh, How's that sour paleo going down? She's tasty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's pretty good. We're, we're happy hour in here. Yeah. You know? Blue Owl Brewing. Blue Owl. You familiar with this yeah. one? They do a lot of sours. Mm-hmm. They're good. They've got one. They've got one right now called called Jubal, Jubalberry or something like that. It's uh, it's festive. It's got some. It's brewed with cranberry, uh-huh. little oat. I think it said ginger on the label too. But it was like fifteen bucks for a six pack, and I, nah. I, I couldn't go there for Jubalberry. Yeah, the club doesn't have that kind of budget. <laughs> you know, a lot of people hate on sour beers. Do they? Yeah, it's, what either, they, it's a love or hate. You're not like. What do they oh, say? What do they say about them? Uh, maybe. It, well, either <laughs> I hate sour beers or I can only have one. Mm. Well, that's why I chose a sour pale ale because I thought it was, and it it's it's really, it's good. You've had this before. I've not. I don't think I've had this one before. Really? But I yeah, I like this a sour a beer when it's basically a regular beer, but with a, just a little pucker. You know. Nice just talk. just to really quench that thirst. Um, we're back in the clubhouse, boy. We are just. Uh, Phil, he's really putting the pressure on me over here to uh, to to get in more guests. Is really what yeah. the that's the that's the new um, <laughs> the new onus on on me personally. You, on the other hand, you're you're just a certified grind boy now. Man. You are blowing through pairs of of Colhan Zero Grands. I have blown out one pair. <laughs> Literally, after four weeks, I had to buy another pair because they 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 are still functional, obviously. But I'm putting them in the the washing machine. Well, you can't do that. Whether or not I can, that's what I was getting at. <laughs> I, there, there's no other option. It's either that or the trash can. <sighs> I've got wine stains on them. The the soles are scuffed beyond recognition because we're supposed to be out in the marketplace in like business casual attire. And until you, you know, I look fine until you get down to my feet. I look like I just crawled out of a dumpster. Okay, you just you need a you need what they call a rotation. Right. So now I, I have now a got... semi rotation. I okay. bought the same pair of shoes, but in black leather, which will hopefully be more durable. Yeah. Now, are you remind remind me? Are you in a zero grand or a lunar grand? Uh. Because do you know neither? I don't sneaker think... whiz kid Sal- Salehi Benberry. Uh-huh. It's got the Crocs coming out very soon. You know the ones I'm talking about. They're all over the place. Yeah. I've, I've shown them to you. He. He, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He created or had a hand in at least creating mm-hmm. the lunar grant. Right. Yeah. No, they I have some of those, but those are actually not as comfortable as these. These are the laser cut. Are these the sneakery one? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How many have you, how many bottles of wine have you dropped so far? Okay. So I dropped, I'd say about three. That's not too bad. Not bad. <laughs> You're averaging like, you drop one every ten days or so. Yeah, and the the other day, what was really great is I uh, I picked up. Uh, we have this margarita mix that we sell, mm, mm. and that thing was busted, and that dripped on me and that, smelled. That's fun. Great for just just a day. sticky, just a sticky, yeah. you know, experiment for everybody. Yeah, you know, it's been a, it's been a, um, and it's been an experience. <laughs> and you're a biz cash boy now. Business casual. Yeah. Yeah, uh, J Crew. I have one of everything. Yeah, you're a regular up at the uh, the domain store. Yeah, I'm a regular on the website. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, uh, speaking of, uh, of of the website, let's just jump right in. We we um, you know we didn't record over over Thanksgiving week. Did you have a successful Black Friday? Yeah, I did. Um, slash Cyber Monday. Right, uh, of course. So the Kohans never went on sale. No, they um, didn't. They didn't do any type of site wide. Not anything? for the the colorway that I wanted. Okay. Everything else. Was. Yeah. Um, what was it that went on sale? Oh, Arcteryx. So I got a vest from Arcteryx that was. Nothing on Black Friday, but Cyber Monday, they took some off. Okay. And then J. Crew, I hit hard on yes. Black Friday. Yeah. But the main spend was uh, we got a new credenza mm. from Design Within Reach. Gotcha. Won't ship for another two months. Six weeks. Yeah. yeah. Two months. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, it's probably, you know, it's off the coast. Somewhere. Yeah. You're going you're gonna, to you're gonna have to swim out there and get it like, we, uh, like we've been having to do with... With hats and and board shorts and assorted other goods. Oh man, have y'all sorted that? No, no, yeah. it's not going to get sorted. Not yeah. for not for another long while. But I have been noticing it. Like, boy, buzzword of the year twenty twenty one is supply chain. <laughs> like, you can't even get past the local news without hearing about supply chain yeah. at this point. So it's really uh, it's really crazy how it is. It's it's just like slowly trickled down into so many different. Industries, literally every single consumer good at this point, anything that gets imported, um, and uh, and it and it's affecting it. So now it's you know now your mom and dad and, and your grandparents too, and your your sisters and your siblings and and everybody in between knows about the supply chain catastrophes. Yeah. How it all works. How it all works. <laughs> yes. So what'd you cop? What'd you get? Um. So I, I went. To, um, I'm 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 in a big Reese Cooper phase right now. Uh-huh. And so uh, I, I grabbed one of the wool kind of like flannel shirt jacket things off the uh, the Essence sale, uh-huh. and I've been having a real I've been having a real hard time because I ordered a size small. What I got was an extra small. Oh, really? So I ordered a small again, and I got another extra small. <laughs> the tag and the bag both say small. The inside tag of the shirt says extra small, and the extra small kind of fits. It kind of works, but I need to get the small to compare. Huh. I got I'm a compare boy. I need both sizes in hand to make this to make this crucial decision. They bagged um, them incorrectly. I guess so, and it, it it feels like that actually happened with, uh, you know, at the at the source by Reese. Yeah, right. Because it, it, it wouldn't make like I don't think Essence mess, messed this up. I think right. I think my boy Reese did. Yeah. So um, I also I also pulled down. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a got a pair of Our Legacy Camion boots, mm-hmm. which were a total like a uh, well. I just got to see these. You know, let me let me just see them. Have you seen them um, right here? I, yeah, and I, I thought for I thought they were going to be very quick sendbacks, is what I thought. I just I just wanted to 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 get them in hand and and kind of see what they looked like. And I'm I'm gonna pull them up here 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 for you. Uh, turns out on feet they look awesome and go with pretty much everything. Yeah, those don't seem like a sendback. So I was it, it's they're kind of a square toe, which this picture doesn't show quite quite well enough but um and they are they have got like a kind of weird ankle opening that's a little wide a little you know a little wider than than what we were used to from from various amiri or saint laurent or common project boots right mm-hmm. and i don't i don't know i just thought that they were they, they might be like too scandinavian and too weird for me but they look thick they, they they are thick and they just like i don't know man they they were just like i would try them on with all sorts of pants and they just kind of work with everything. Oh, yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, those were my big things. I did a little. I, I I did some Nike shopping. 
I uh, got a new pair of gym shoes. My birthday, also November, November birthday as well. Mm-hmm. So it happens right around Black Friday. Nike gives you like a little discount for your birthday. Really? Yeah, ten percent, but off pretty much anything. So, I, so, mm-hmm. so stuff that like never goes on sale, you're able to grab. So yeah. I got, some, I got some new workout gear, new Nike uh, mm-hmm. gym shoes. Nice. Yeah, and. Um, trying to think if i did anything else man that it, it was it was it was mostly mostly essence and nike yeah I essence think. is always good yeah um i did there 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 the the j crew sale was super super tempting but i'd 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 hit my cap basically well see the j crew sale started like three days before black friday so i copped well and you know it's gonna go yeah. like i'm pretty sure it's still happening right. it's cyber week <laughs> yeah for them right and even if it stops i yeah. know that the christmas sales are gonna be right around the corner i know so it's very it's easy to put them on the back burner. I'm just always scared about when I get something in from them that's like an extra small and it fits really nicely. I'm just terrified that it'll be gone when I really need it. Mm-hmm. So that's why I usually mm-hmm. jump on it. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. That makes sense. Oh, la, what, one, actually, one more pair of shoes. Uh-huh. I'm now a b boy. I'm a wallaby boy. I you went. Are. I went Clark's Wallabies. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. B boy. <laughs> um and. Uh, it, Day one, day one, I wore them. I've already worn these these yeah. suckers. I, I was getting compliments. Yeah, so they're staying. They're staying. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's one of those things. It's again, it's similar. Like, you ever get something that looks great in the mirror, but you like look down and you're like, "What the hell is this?" Oh yeah, those would be like the quintessential. And look down. those are <laughs> yes, they are a look down nightmare. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like, man, I'm I just left Santa's workshop type of thing. <laughs> Dude, these things are so the angle on the toe on these things when you look down on them, really crazy. Yeah, it's insane. Also, I like, I don't know. I mean, maybe in my old age, I'm just I'm 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 falling off of the bleeding edge. I I feel like wallabies are gonna be done by the time like I put like you know a few weeks of wear on these things. I just I feel very late on the on the on the wallaby trend. Yeah. But I don't think they will be done because they've been adopted by so many people as like the shoe to wear when there's nothing. I mean, that's just a go-to for a lot of people. Yeah, it, it's yeah. The desert boot had a really long run, I guess, as well. But but I, th- these, I, I put these on and I was like, yeah, I get it. They really do. Like when you don't want to wear a sneaker, mm-hmm. and you know we're not low for boys here on this podcast, right. really. This is like this is this is right. this is the shoe. This is the shoe. But I mean, we were. God, back when, you know, I think 2018, first year of the pod, like I, I, maybe it was 2019, I can't remember, but, but at least a couple of years ago, you know, we, we, we talked about how, how wallabies were, were kind of like the new shoe, mm-hmm. like the non-sneaker shoe that was popping off. Are they comfortable? Did an Instagram post about it back when I used to do that, even. <laughs> now you're just TikTok. Well, now I'm, yeah, now I'm a, now, yeah, you're a I'm a B-boy and I'm a, I'm a talk boy. Yeah. I'm a TikToker. Man, there's a lot of there's some gold in them hills, <laughs> in t- on TikTok. Yeah, yeah. I mean, more and more on TV, I see something with like so- some person I've never seen in my life, but then underneath their name it says TikTok star. Mm, mm. You know, they're doing commercials now for like a credit card or what? What is that for? Where they're like talking about watching somebody do recipes on TikTok and yeah, I don't know, I don't know. It's a lot. It's a lot. But I, TikTok is even spon- – they're not sponsoring this podcast, uh, but I've heard TikTok ad reads on podcasts now even. There's a TikTok XM channel. I, I Okay. Now that I've actually listened to. 
Yeah. Quite a, quite a bit, if I'm being honest. <laughs> what is it? Just pop music? <laughs> it's just, it's all like, you know how, you know how TikTok is now like, it, that's where songs go to get popular. Okay. If something is trending on TikTok, if yeah. a, if a challenge or a, or a meme or just a style of TikTok, right? Like, mm-hmm. like, uh, um, is trending and everybody starts doing that, that, that TikTok meme or trend or, or whatever you want to call it. Like that song inevitably becomes a, a, a hit. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, if somebody's making up a dance to it. Well, right, that, but even even beyond that, there's like there, there's this song um it's from 2013 and I believe the band is oh yeah. MKTO, the song is classic. You remember this song? Play it. I'm going I'm going to pull it up and play it. The song's from 2013. People started using it in TikToks for various whatever. And you know, it's always it's always like a, a it's a format is what it is. Somebody uses this song to like show the rooms in their house or something. Right, right. Or to do like a love story post or to it's do background a, music. to do an outfit transition thing like the, like what I posted mm-hmm. uh, th- this week. And then everybody starts using it to do that and then other people start using it to do other stuff and it becomes this it becomes this thing. Anyway, this song by by MKTO Classic it's like it charted because it was charted again. You know, it's a bop. Yeah, it is a bop. <laughs> <laughs> you know do, what else charted? Do you remember this song? No, I don't. Hold on, let's get let's get let's get to the chorus. Yeah, okay. See if you remember. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 This yeah. is like that's a very commercial song. Yes. Right? Yes. You can apply that to anything. Exactly. Exactly. And somebody started using it on TikTok. It blew up, and now this song is like a hit again. Eight years later, the dude. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there is this guy, country dude, that was on. So we watched uh, CBS Sunday Mornings because we're in our late sixties, <laughs> <laughs> and they did a profile on this dude that. Is now famous because he put on TikTok released that song about Applebee's. Yeah, right, right. Holy yep. shit! Yes, that might yes. be the worst song probably and then ever. Applebee's is using that is that song, right? Exactly. Yeah. So think of what he's getting paid on that. Right, right. And anyway, during the profile, I think it went platinum. <laughs> they showed him with his platinum album. Yeah, for yeah. His, yeah. it's just wild, man. Yeah. So that's the uh, that's the power of TikTok. Yeah, you're next. Shouts to all the uh, the TikTokers out there, dude. I it it is putting together that real slash TikTok. How long did that take you? All day. <laughs> Think about these kids that are doing uh, that, dude. They are so. Uh, I know it doesn't take them that long. No, like they're just whipping these things up, and I, I'm sure that with practice, I can get better and faster at it. But let me like, okay, basically at like 3 p.m. on Sunday, I was like, hey, I gotta go do some content shit. I'll be back in thirty minutes. I'll, no, I didn't. I didn't give any type of timeline. <laughs> and then, like two and a half hours later, I was like, "Well, I've got all the videos shot." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "What's going on?" In and there? then I and then I <laughs> and then I sat there like with my AirPods on, like editing all the video down to be the right thing, and then like choosing the song, and then like putting it all together, and dropping like filters on it all, and I, I mean, I like. Uh, seriously, for the the the, this was one of my first ones. You, you y'all know that I, I've I've not really like 
jumped all the way in. I'm, it's, I'm, I'm dipping my toes in rather than jumping in head first. But I mean, you're, you're planning out the outfits, trying them on, making sure you, you like how all they, how they all look. Finding the space is the hardest part. This was like the f- fourth or fifth different kind of spot that I've tried mm-hmm. to curate to look good on on camera. Mm-hmm. Haven't figured that out yet. <laughs> but I'm I've got like I've got like a ring light going yeah. Yeah. plus like the tripod for the camera, um, and and then you're like shooting the footage. Takes a few times, you know, each because you got to make sure you don't look like a dildo on the, yeah. on on screen. That's also you know that's the diff- difficult part for me because I'm. Yeah. It feels, you know, it's great. It feels dumb and weird to like do a little smile or like shoulder shimmy and or like do a peace sign wave to the camera. Then once it's on there, you're like, oh yeah, that looks pretty. That looks yeah. that looks good. That looks natural. Right. But you but you feel like an asshole doing it. Well, you're in the comfort of your own home. <laughs> There's people doing these out in the wild. I know. And don't give a fuck. Anyways, yeah that that was like I probably put in five hours to that. Man, it looked good. So so. Well, got, I mean, it, it didn't look. It, it should have been better for five hours, is what I'm saying yeah, right. here. But, but uh, is this all within the app? You can do all this stuff, the editing, the you, you, man. The the way that I'm doing it, you you're trimming the video just straight from like your photos yeah, yeah, from yeah, your yeah. camera, right? And then you're popping it all into TikTok, right? Which Reels doesn't have that functionality yet, where it's like very easy to manipulate and edit and add and right. and do all that type of stuff. That's pretty easy. That part is. Somewhat intuitive on TikTok at the very least, if not easy. But yeah, man, it's just I mean, it's like it's like us and and whatever computer things we were doing that our parents had impossible time exactly picking up. Right. Uh, it's just like these kids are thirteen years old and just chopping it up, chopping it up, just churning them out, becoming TikTok celebrities and selling cars or whatever whatever commercials yeah, they're on. Right? Yeah. So, um, man, I can't even remember how we got here. I'm out of breath. (laughs) (laughs) Lots to talk about. But we got a lot to talk about today. Obviously, um, huge news out of the fashion and sneaker industry uh, is with the shocking, surprising death of Virgil Abloh, which which, which we got to cover. Man, this was... I, it it didn't hit me like in the gut like Kobe did, quite like Kobe did, because you know it's just it's not quite the same. Yeah, like when New York Times uh, on the, on their little daily email, like the death of Virgil Abloh was like a, a, a couple scrolls down, uh-huh. like into fashion and arts yeah. section essentially. Um, so it was a massive. He's a massive, massive deal in sneaker and style and fashion. But like I think you know broadly. He was not a global star to yeah. the level of Kobe was. He's not on our TVs for 20 years and then continuing to be in our lives via soccer and business and and shoes and Nike and whatever else. But um, but it was it was a flooring one. You know, it it, it registered on that you know that that, that same temperature. Um, it's just really really crazy. It was very similar. It felt very similar to the Chadwick Boseman mm-hmm. death. In fact, that he had been having this private battle with cancer for at least two years, sounded like a little bit more. And then, I mean, he, you know, there are photographs of him at, at his exhibit in, in Dubai or, or UAE somewhere at Dohar. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. I think it was Dohar uh, and Qatar. Um, and it was two or three weeks ago and he looks totally fine. He looks really? totally normal in the photos. I haven't seen that. So it's not like, it, you know, he was, he was 
still traveling and doing things and being active and and working, right? Huh. Uh, it's just really, really interesting how how it goes like that, how you can be dealing with this battle and getting getting treatment, I'm I'm sure, and and not really be showing it and just God, imagine just like living with that all, essentially all on the inside outside of super close friends and family is uh is, is pretty wild. What was the cancer? Um, it was called an a cardiac angiosarcoma. Uh-huh. So it's a, a a heart cancer essentially. It's like a tumor that that grows in the heart and then Yikes. it ends up blocking a a ventricle, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, I, here's what I know. Anything that ends with sarcoma, yeah, not good. Not good. And it, th- those seem to be very <clears throat> I I get the sense and and not that dogs and humans are are completely uh the same here, but the way that they describe the cancers, I'm sure, has a lot of overlap, mm-hmm. right? And this, uh, after having just dealt with a dog that that passed from a hemangiosarcoma, which was discovered seemingly out of nowhere and then led to a death within three days, mm-hmm. this was obviously a, a a a known tumor that he had, and he and and he fought it for a while. But you know, I, I feel like we're so used to hearing the the survivor stories. Mm-hmm. as well people battling and battling and battling and, and 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 beating it that to have a have a two-year battle and then just be gone right it's just that's that that obviously happens quite a bit and is the the awfulness of cancer right but um but yeah man it was just uh, certainly a, a a crazy crazy thing to happen in the outpouring of support and just like you know, love and thoughts and prayers and everything that, that we saw on, on social media and and within the various style and fashion platforms was, was what you'd expect for, Mm -hmm. for somebody of the stature of, of Virgil. Um, but beyond how crazy and shocking this was, man, I just want to talk about like what his legacy will be and what he did to change the game because, you know, it, I, I wrote a short little post for stories on the day that this happened, but I don't think that anybody has been close to as influential as he has been for the last 10 years. In such a short time frame. In right? such a short time frame as well, right? Like, what's crazy to think about is that his collaboration with Nike, the 10, is just over four years old. That's 2017. Should have hung October. On to this. That that feels like a, like ten years ago, does it not? <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I re- there, we've yeah. had two years of a pandemic now, which has made everything that happened pre-pandemic feel longer ago. And I understand that, but at the same time, like I, I was, I was casually interested in sneakers prior to that collaboration. Mm-hmm. And we we it was mostly Adidas. It was a lot of Yeezys. Yeah. Right. The, that's I know. I, I know that that the that the Adidas and Yeezy thing is really what roped us into the hype sneaker culture in 2015, 16. Mm-hmm. But then what Virgil was able to do for Nike and the way that he really set things in motion that like that was a paradigm shift. Right. I looked at what I pulled up was was my um, my on my on the sneakers app, which I also sneakers app came out in 2015. It's not something that I was active on until the 10 mm-hmm. from Virgil. All of my purchases, they start in early 2018. 
on the sneakers app. And after, and it's it's funny because there were like four or five sneaker purchases within the first few months of 2018. <laughs> so essentially, like after after I whiffed on all ten of the ten or all five of the first release and then five of another, yeah. it was like, you know, the, you, you can just see how that worked. It was like you're sucked into the app, you're sucked into the game, mm-hmm. and now you know that everything like has the potential for this, this this uh, this life, this hype life. Um, and, and for me, it's that, that, that Jordan one Chicago that he did as part of the 10 put me onto the Jordan one. I was not a Jordan guy before that. Now I got seven pairs of Jordan one sitting in the closet. (laughs) Like, you know, like the, the, it's just the effect that he had really was, I mean, that is the line in the sand as, as far as I see it, that real, that, that shifted this from like hobbyists and kind of almost like a niche subculture to to being what it is now and infecting if that's if you know that's maybe a, a, a negative word to use, but influencing all consumer goods. You can't get a PS5 without following Twitter restock links, right? Mm-hmm. Like you can't get the people are are finding everything to resell. Like this trickled into to to Howler Brothers with the 10-year gaucho releases this year, right? Like people picked up on the fact that they were selling out immediately, and that there was an eBay market for them, and and mm-hmm. and like we we had to deal with with some of that. Like for me, that all stems from that 2017 release. Like he just he he was he he was the most masterful marketer, I think, out of anybody I've ever seen. That's that's not named Kanye, basically. And really, the the way that he did it without being such a public persona was is what's so I, I think phenomenal and jaw dropping. You know, Kanye's got albums; he's a public figure. He's he's doing interviews. He's on he's on music videos. He's 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 all over the place. You know, he's not Virgil has always been this behind the scenes guy, mm-hmm. a DJ, an architect, a a designer. Like so for for him to 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 have been able to to just kind of manipulate the the market and and the game in that way with his crazy touch his Midas touch was was really just you know it's crazy it was not, it was like nothing we'd ever seen before yeah i mean i'd never heard of virgil until that i think it was the Yeezus album where he mentioned or Kanye mentions him yeah yeah and it didn't register with me like <clears throat> Until Off White, like Off White was really all I cared about for a long time. For like yeah. a couple of years, like I would check constantly what's going on. Just I don't know what it was. It just roped me in. Yeah, a lot of the shit I wasn't interested in buying, but I just loved looking at it. Yeah, I've got I've got on my my one Off White T shirt. Yeah, today. Uh huh. And I and 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 that's another like you know anecdote that I can tell is is he it, you know he also had like a huge hand in 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 the whole graphic tee thing. That's what, that's what got me is in the like, graphic. Yeah. And like the, 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 he, he, he had a huge part in this, in this heavy cotton, oversized, big graphics. Like I remember, I think I got this t-shirt from the Barney's New York in Chicago mm-hmm. on a work trip. And, uh, and, and like, I think this was the first, this was one of the first times where I'd put my hand on a cotton t-shirt and been like, Oh, it can feel like this. Right. 
Yeah, that's why it's so expensive. That's yeah, like it doesn't like like it was part of he he you know he also kind of was part of that shift from like the Modal blends, the super lightweight cotton, safe yeah. khaki, James Purse type of thing to like this, you know, the the very substantial heavier weave stuff that really like feels like you can beat it up. Yeah, you you put it in your hand and you said, oh, like it's heavy, but it's also still soft and and and. It's got this cool fit and like like the whole thing. Like he he was a huge part of that as well. Um, yeah, I mean the the celebrity of it all. Bieber was wearing it. Kanye was wearing it. Like the first time I saw it was Bieber was on some late night show, and he wore some off white um, jacket with a bunch of patches on it. Uh huh. Uh huh. And it said off white on it, huge like on the back. Yeah. Like, yeah. What the hell is that? <laughs> And then yeah. I just kept I kept seeing it on him, uh, and then finally he wore that shirt that that I ended up buying that the, it's the striped long sleeve shirt uh-huh, uh-huh. and it's cut in half and yep. it's restitched. It's two different. Stri- and uh, once I saw that, I was like, man, I gotta have it. Yeah. And that that is still the only thing I have. But uh, that's another thing that I loved that I'd never seen is the, the when he did the hoodies that were two different hoodies that he sews together. That, yeah. Yeah. I love that. I was like, I could, I doubt I could pull that off. And you know, the the one of the knocks on Virgil over the years has been that he's that he. Uh, some people have kind of considered him a bit of a thief when it comes to some stuff like that. Yeah, when they released all those like German, uh, like a lot of those symbols that he uses was from yes, a German we're, airport we're from a, or something. Yeah, or there, there's like a design book. Yeah, where yeah. you can essentially pull like all yeah. of his his kind of logo work from. Right. Um, and a lot of it came came from that, and and he made his way onto the Diet Prada account a couple of different times for potentially like poaching some styles mm-hmm. from from little smaller indie designers, uh, and and you know if, as as far as the shoes, like I, you look at something like the New Balance Protection Packs that were such a hit this year that have a very deconstructed feel. Mm-hmm. It looks like they've been peeled apart, stuff like that. We can trace that type of stuff way back to to like Mesa Margella, um, but. Virgil had this way of like essentially taking these pieces of art, these other these these design elements from existing places, packaging them up with his touch on it and and serving it up and and having people go insane for it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so it's not, you know, he I, I think he was a, a creative genius, but his the novelty wasn't what was special. Right. That that's never been like what he did best. What he did best was pulling together all of these different things that he was seeing in the art and design world and 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 making them palatable and attractive and desirable for for all of us. Right? And 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 t- turning that into to a cohesive vision, which I I certainly would would consider off-white. I mean, mm-hmm. you know an off-white piece when you see one. Yeah. Um, and he even got into home goods. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't really love that stuff that he did for IKEA, but yeah. it's still there. You mean you're not gonna you're not gonna pull up and and cop that that rug? It says keep off. <laughs> no, no. But I I loved off white. I really did. That's another thing that I I wonder what they're gonna do with that. Like who's gonna take the right the reins? Right. Yeah. Um, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it, it'll be interesting. I mean, it, it, just to, to continue talking a little bit about the legacy of it all, having that posi- position that he had as the, the creative director and designer of men's at Louis Vuitton, 
is very significant because he's one of the first um, people of color and the first black man to ever be the head of a, you know, the head creative at a, mm. at a luxury house like that. Um, but Louis Vuitton goes through creative directors, you know, the, the, that's, that's, that's a normal job for them to have to fill, but at his own brand, right? Like what, we don't know what, ha- what happens to that. Somebody will have to step up and, and fill in and, you know, you think, you think for a, for a, for a more contemporary streetwear label like that, it seems unlikely that they that they go outside and hire some big name like the like the big fashion houses do. Seems like something that would would come from within somebody that was near yeah. the top already, kind of a right hand person for for Virgil. Um, but yeah, that's it's 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 just all it's all really weird to think of. I think that part I'm I'm maybe off here, but I I want to say that LVMH bought a stake in Off-White. They may have purchased the majority stake mm-hmm. even. So I, I, I believe that the, and I could be wrong about that, but it, my point is I believe that Off-White will certainly, certainly has the backing to continue. Mm-hmm. Certainly has the popularity to continue. Um, but yeah, man, just a really crazy, crazy loss. Uh, 41 years old. 41. He just. <clears throat> Do you think Kanye knew? I th- Has he come out and said anything? I don't think he said anything. He he was at the the show this week at Art Basel, the the last show that you know had been had been scheduled for um for one of these uh for one of his lines that he yeah. was showing. But uh but yeah, it, it's it's just the 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 kind of cosmic thing behind all of it. Right, you just like you go, you go big brain, and you just think about somebody like that so much. I mean, you want to talk about a multi hyphenate? I, you know, I mentioned some of the things that he did, but like, he was an architect, he was a DJ, he was a music producer, he was a fashion designer, he was a sneaker guy. Like, he was just like, he's just a savant at all these yeah. in all these different arenas, and it's like you, you just. I don't know. It, there, there's. I, I don't want to get too spacey with it, but it's. So it's almost like he like like you know when you're given such a short time you you just the people that are doing the most are like sometimes given those shorter sentences yeah, yeah. almost yeah you know and I, and 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 I don't really I don't really know what that means but it's but but the fact that he was having such influence and carried such weight and doing so much right it's like it's it's he used his time well is what yeah. is, all, is 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 what I'll say, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 so it you know his the people that he leaves behind and his colleagues and his family and his friends and his kids like they can they can sleep easy knowing that I, he didn't leave any what ifs on the table right he was out there with his hand in every single thing that he wanted to be doing and he was executing at a super high level and and I, man his influence on I, I I think we're probably the the older piece of the generation that he that he'll have massive influence over but i mean that like it you know we'll we'll see the ripple effects of of everything that he brought to the game for the next two decades right at least right so yeah man sad loss but um but but shouts to uh shouts to virgil and rest in peace r.i.p rest in power rest in power All right, we're going to take a quick break, hear from one of today's sponsors, 
and then we'll be back to talk more. Phil, today's podcast is brought to you by the Headspace app. Are your thoughts running endless circles in your head? With the stresses of this last year, it's more important than ever to practice living healthier and make yourself, you know, make yourself happier. Get a happier life. So, what if a few minutes was all it took to change your relationship with stress and anxiety, transforming your life for the better? That's the power of meditation with Headspace. Our thoughts can be confusing enough. Meditation doesn't have to be. Headspace is your convenient dose of meditation, mindfulness, and sleep exercises to relieve stress and anxiety and help you get a good night's sleep all in one app, making it easy to catch your breath and make time for your mental health. It's also one of the most science-backed meditation apps in the world. Proving meditation works. A study proves that in just two weeks, Headspace can reduce your stress by 14%. When I found Headspace, um, you know, I was I was doing a little SOS meditations, taking advantage of the playlist. They've even got a little workout section. It's really it, it's really kind of a do it all app, which is one of the cooler things about it. But what I've recently found most helpful is 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 all of its sleep help, all Huge. of its functionality. Um, you can do sleep podcasts. Yeah, have a very soothing, calm voice, kind of talk you to sleep, or you can do all sorts of sounds, white noise. I've really really narrowed in on rain sounds. Yeah, that's a good one. Now, I don't mean just water sounds because I can't do waves. Waves are too, they're too like rhythmic. That's, yeah. They come you in and they- Pick up kind, the rhythm. They come, right, and, I, and then I'm like, then, then uh-huh. I, you know? Any consistency. You know your boy's got, I've just got too much rhythm is what's happening there. <laughs> and so I, the, the waves are just like, I just I just feel it too uh-huh. much. It's like I want to get, get up and start dancing. Sure. The rain is where it's at though. Uh-huh. Just a constant presence this, I would, can it just, I just, if it could just rain every night, I, I'd be totally cool with that. Yeah. Luckily, it, it pretty much can with the Headspace app. That's where I've really, really found just, I think the most calm and the most peace is my favorite part, but the whole app is great. There's really something for everybody. Um, so go check it out for yourself. Find find something on there and, and trust me, you will, that, that makes your life happier and healthier, reduces your stress. Find some Headspace at headspace.com slash clubcool and get one month free of their entire meditation library. This is the best Headspace offer available. So go to headspace.com slash clubcool today. One more time, that's headspace.com slash clubcool. All right, Phil, we are back. Um, Just kind of some random, you know, bits and bobs here. Last weekend, I saw the House of Gucci, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, man, if you like design and aesthetic in clothes and fashion, it's worth seeing. And architecture, right? Because uh, the house is supposed to be yeah, incredible. yeah. That that that's that's one big takeaway here. Um, and and man, like, you have, have you ever seen any of Tom Ford's movies? No, like Nocturnal Animals or um, A Single Man. I want to. I think it's called. Just it's it's got that vibe to it where you just know that like everything is is the wardrobe people here were just on another level. Yeah, and you need it to be. You're doing a Gucci story, right? Like everything, and and half of it takes place in Italy. The other half uh, takes place in New York. Mm-hmm. So it's all got to look just phenomenal, and it does. Uh, so that's the that that's one thing. The other thing, performances, very, very, very good. 
Accents were good. Jack Houston, Lady Gaga, Adam Driver, all magnetic performances. Oh, and Jared Leto, such a scene stealer, dude. Yeah. Remember when we were pulling up the pictures and looking at him in the crazy Uh ass funky purple suits and he's got on weird prosthetics and he's kind of fat and old and he's got his bald head with his like, Mm -hmm. you know, his, his, his ring of hair falling down. Well, he, he is, he is a total character, borderline caricature in this film. (laughs) Very funny. uh, Also very kind of tragic. Um, but performances that are really, uh, they're just a lot of fun and, and they're, they're gripping to watch. And, and I loved Adam Driver and Lady Gaga, the two stars of the film. Now to get to your question and the accents, no, the accents are awful. Yeah. That... <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm worried about. Which is, which, and I, I know that's paradoxical, but like it, I didn't, I sort of thought about it while watching the movie. It's like. Are these Italian accents good, or does does it sound like American people doing Italian uh, accents? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and I, what I really thought about was Adam Driver, especially. What a career this guy has been on. Right. What a trajectory. Mm-hmm. Like he's very, and 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 all actors, especially the popular ones, they they have something about them. They're always kind of playing themselves, right? That they're like, that's the camera loves them. Directors want them for a specific thing. You know, you think about the Clooney's and. Yeah. Brad Pitts, they're and they're always a little bit themselves. Um, but Adam Driver, you know, he was he was on Girls. He was this big, brooding kind of knucklehead, weird, deep voiced, gigantic, super broad shoulders. Then he's Kylo Ren, and he's screaming more in Star Wars, and and mm-hmm. you know, being a Sith Lord baddie or or whatever. And then all of a sudden, he's he's Maurizio Gucci in the Gucci film. Doing this really quiet, stoic, like subtle performance with an Italian accent. <laughs> I gotta see it. And I, I, I was just thinking. I was just. I don't know. I was thinking about how, like, I, I'm pretty sure Adam Driver got cast in this, and then had to go learn how to do an Italian accent. One hundred percent. You know, I don't think he. I, I don't get the feeling that he came into this role being like, yeah. Guess what I have in my back pocket. I can do a brilliant Italian accent. Same with Lady Gaga. And let and also, do you want to hear you know my Russian and my British one too? Because I'm just an accent. I'm a dialect guy. I don't mm-hmm. think that was the case. Yeah. And so, I, you know, I, I I did think about that a couple of times watching the movie, uh, and then then afterwards, I was reading some stuff about it, and I think it, I think Tom Ford, who um, who Tom Ford the not the actual person in real life, but Tom Ford as a character has a bit of a cameo in this film. Uh, just little fashion history, if you didn't know, but Tom Ford is largely credited with like resurrecting Gucci when he was brought on as creative director in 1994, I believe. Maybe it was 92 or 93, but in the early 90s. Gucci was kind of flailing, kind of struggling, wasn't really like with the times, basically. Nobody wanted to work for them. Nobody wanted this job, as you kind of learn in the film. You know where Tom Ford's from? Where? Texas. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. They brought in this this young Texas kid, this whiz kid. He you know, he 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 set it on fire. He blew it out. Yeah. Um anyway, I was he, I was reading his thoughts about the movie and he he had a quote that was that was like, "Yeah, Lady Gaga's accent kind of drifts from Milan to Moscow a little <laughs> bit." <laughs> and so yeah. I, I I thought back and I was like, "Yeah." Yeah, her her accent is not necessarily Italian at all. The the entire uh, movie. I don't know what it is. It's just a European accent that's 
sort of Italian, sort of Russian. And I think anybody that has ever had some fun with an accent, you know, you try to do an Italian one and suddenly you're doing like a pirate or you're doing Russian or you're doing something. Russian is easy to get into. And so it's very, it, it was really funny to read that and then think back. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, that, that was kind of happening. And yet it doesn't really matter. The performances are still really fun and really powerful and, and you know, you, you, you resonate with these characters and they're, they kind of grip you. Um, it was long. Was it? And 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 I'm I'm usually I'm constantly complaining about the length of movies. I don't really understand why any of them need to be over two hours. See, we were just talking about this off air. Yeah, uh, like but Christmas Vacation. Sure, that thing is what like an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a comedy, but so. e- but even comedies now are like going over two hours. Yeah, and that's just that's that's uncalled for. Some movies like Dune, which are nearly three hours, I. I don't even notice it. It's just so good that I, I I'm just. It pull- was that good. Oh yeah, it's okay. so awesome. Got to watch that. I just pulled in and I, I never thought about the time once. This one clocks in at like two and a half. And there were a couple of times where I was like, wonder how much longer. Wonder how much left it, there is. You're really selling me on this. I'm not telling you to go to to a theater for it. <laughs> don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> Do not worry. But for but for the listeners, like unless you are a, like a movie person, you just love going to the theater to to see stuff. Mm-hmm. Then I would then I would because it's I'm I'm suggesting seeing it for everybody. But if you're not like a big movie buff, you don't have to go see all the Gucci on your giant screen. Then yeah, you can wait till this is available to to get on demand. I think it already is, isn't it? Did you go so. to the theater to see this? Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, man. I had to support. I had to represent. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think it is available on demand. Is it already? I almost... Just to to, 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 to rent? Or can you... Like, for $30, though, right? Oh, Probably. Oh, God. I hope not. I, it's not on HBO Max or anything like that. You gotta... That, w- w- when these movies are coming to rent super quick like that, uh-huh. unless they're already like signed to a streaming service, right. like all the Warner Brothers films are with HBO Max... You got to pay to to rent them, and it's like a big it's a big ticket, huh? Twenty or thirty bucks. Um, I would still do that, but uh, yeah, th- this is it's it's one of many movies that is also going to have you like kind of itching to go to the tailor for a little louche Italian made to measure suiting. Um, and uh, and you know, still feels very impractical, but. I really uh, like. I was on Grailed looking for vintage Gucci. You know what I mean? How'd that, that work out? That no, there's no. no. <laughs> no <laughs> I got through like it's not streaming. I got through like two pages of trash, and I was like, okay, this is going to be more effort than I'm willing to put in. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, but yeah, man, it was. It's a lot of fun. It's 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 worth watching, especially if you're if you're a fashion and style person. Yeah. Um. I did catch the trailer for the new Matrix. That actually caught my attention. I'm looking forward to it. That looks good. It does. Big ups to Keanu. Not a lot of fashion going on. In- Are you kidding me? There's tons of fashion going on. <laughs> Matrix is an all-time fashion movie. Iconic, some would say. With the skinny ties? And the and the the black suiting and the skinny ties and the leather trench coat in yeah. the in the lobby scene. Yeah. I mean, had some had some negative stuff going on there for a while as well. But um Yeah, I think in the glasses. Yeah. Morpheus's with no no arms, no no sunglass arms. Yeah, it's got some iconic fashion in it, actually. And even when they're on the ship, when they're not in the Matrix, when they're in the real world, 
and they're all in like they're in stuff that looks like Yeezy. It's all like drop shoulder, shredded up wool sweaters and That's knitwear, true. and and <laughs> it's uh, it's tight, man. It's a it's a great fashion film. All right, good. So well, then we'll have to review it. Yeah, we will. Uh, hey, Phil, I, I want to tell you about one more sponsor of today's podcast. It's, it's a new one, and it's it's very exciting. I'm 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 pretty excited to introduce. Uh-huh. This to you, Club Cool fam, the cool kids out there, because I know everybody's going to appreciate this one. And we were just talking about sneakers, weren't we? Well, welcome to Soul Savvy. Very excited to, to, to partner up with them. Soul Savvy is here to help you get the sneakers you want and avoid paying resale. What? Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't matter if you're an OG, maybe, you're, maybe you've been around since the first time dunks were hot, or you're new to the game, you're just now looking for your first pair of Jordan 1, something like that. We all know, we've talked about it ad nauseum, in the last few years, the shoe game has become more about profit than passion. If you don't have a plug, if you don't have the connects, you're headed to a resale website, right? You're paying double, you're paying triple, you're taking your L's on release day. Did I get the Ama Manier Jordan 1s on sneakers app today, Phil? Take a guess. No. Of course not. Um, it be- beating the bots. You can't do it. Feels impossible. There's just, everybody's a reseller now. Soul Savvy is here to help with this. It was built by sneakerheads for sneakerheads, and it works at each stage of a shoe drop, making sneakers more fun and accessible for their members. Basically, what Soul Savvy is, I'm gonna put it, I'm gonna put it here in very simple terms. It's everything but the bot. You don't because you don't need the bot. You just need Soul Savvy's, you know, like their their battery of little accoutrement, little of little little platforms that they have. Interesting. Here's some stuff that they've got. Drop alerts. That's a feature within Soul Savvy. It helps you catch every restock and unexpected release with personalized alerts built into the app, delivered instantly to your device, which takes you straight to checkout with one tap. Ooh. There's an assist tool that helps members shave precious seconds off the checkout process by auto-filling personal information. That increases your chance at W2. They offer hands-on, one-to-one support from their team of experts. There are live training sessions that what? prepare members for each key release. They'll answer your questions. They'll provide all the best practices for success. So you see what I'm saying? This is this is giving you all of the tools that you need. A lot, you know, a lot of stuff going on. You, you need the people that know what they're doing. The Soul Savvy app is that. They catch rumors and leaks. Then they educate the community members with all that good information. They've got the exclusive release info including stock numbers, all the retailers that are going to have this stuff. I mentioned the one-click add-to-cart links. So it's really, it's 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 everything you need. Um, there's even a raffle management system so that you don't have to spend all the time entering every single raffle. Direct links to purchase, accurate release info, stack of tools like that. So here's where you go. Soulsavvy.com slash clubcool for 40% off your first month. This is a it's 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 a monthly you pay for this service, but it's very, very reasonable. And with this link, soulsavvy.com slash club cool, you will get 40% off of your first month. They're creating a new experience for all of us out here, the sneaker enthusiasts of the world, thanks to these industry leading tools, technology, and training. More importantly, they're bringing the fun back to sneakers, man. It's not fun waking up, pulling up all these apps and just getting served L's all day. No, it's not. That's why we need Soul Savvy. Soul Savvy, once again, they are offering Club Cool's listeners 40% off your first month of their all-access membership, soulsavvy.com slash club cool. I'm going to spell it for you. It's S-O-L-E, 
S-A-V-Y dot com slash club cool. Get those sneakers you want. Avoid resale. Thank me later. Sign me up. How about that? Very excited to have Soul Savvy. Soul Savvy. Soul Savvy. Soul Savvy. Soul Savvy. Very excited to have Soul Savvy on board. Phil, you had some house stuff you wanted to, to tell me about. Let's talk. Yeah, let's I, talk. I, I let's really, talk home goods. Let's yeah. talk home decor. I wanted to check in on your 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 bathroom, but we just had floors put in downstairs. Um, hardwood floors, Barrett. Ah, were you not a, were you not a hardwood guy yet? We were everywhere but downstairs. Okay, All downstairs right. had these this gray tile, which I, I mean I was okay with. Yeah. Um, the timing was right. Okay. And man, it was a it, all in all, it was a great experience. The moving of the furniture is the worst. I mean, the absolute worst. That is the tough part with doing flooring when you're already moved in. That's right. Yeah, I would recommend doing it before you, move if in. possible, do it before. But they did a great job. I'm very pleased with it. We're still not fully back. Now, describe the warmth, temperature, and color of the flooring that you chose. Okay, um, it is a warm, natural wood. Okay, five inch planks. So a little like a like 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 a, a natural color that gl- goes a little bit into those warmer yellow oranges. Yes, yeah. kind of like a almost like a red tone. It's yeah. not red, but you know what I mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, it was great, dude. They they were very good, and uh, it's been exciting to see them come all come together. Yeah, but I'm, I'm just putting the stuff back in there is going to be. It's tough. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's all fun. Um, How'd the bathroom go? Well, it's a, it. It takes a lot of people six months to do a 32-square-foot bathroom, right? <laughs> it takes a village. <laughs> uh, it's still in progress. Yeah. Um, yeah. Here's what I'll say. I have learned so much, Phil. Oh, yeah. So, so much. That's really, that. that's that's the headline, I would say. Um, and, and, and I'll, you know, at, at another point in time, I'll, I'll impart some of that wisdom on everybody. But I I I need I I'm a little too close to it now. Yeah. And I I I don't want to get I don't want to get violent with it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's my problem is when um, I have people but, doing something in the house, I cannot be rude. I just can't. Right. I'm right. so appreciative that they're in there doing that grunt work. Very very much so. And you know? and and I'm also I I do not like confrontation. Right. I'll do it if I have to, uh-huh. but but if I don't have to, I don't I don't Great. like to. And if there's a in every phase of my life, if there's a if there's a way to do something diplomatically, that is how I will do it. Very good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm not I'm and 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 so it's it's yeah, that that is uh sometimes that can be frustrating. Um so it, you know, it's it's a it is a work in progress. I think it is going to look great when it's all said and done. Um but uh but yeah, it's been it's been a bit of a slog. Uh and and just, you know, like like we like we buzzworded earlier with the supply chain, uh, there the the labor the labor chain is is also a thing right now, and and everybody is booked solid, and and uh, if you need something, you know, if you need one quick thing done so that you can do the rest of the things, well, you're that's going to push you back two weeks because that's as quick as they can get to you, right? So that it's 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 kind of constant little little hiccups and and yeah. speed bumps like that, and um, at least you have another bathroom. Yeah. Oh, well. Well. Yes. Yeah. Because otherwise, <laughs> you'd be screwed. Be uh, be peeing outside. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> and going up to the uh, to the gas station for anything else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, so well, it, yeah, home renovations are a real bitch when you live there. Yeah, doing it before you move in. So, um, we have you know the little ring doorbell, and I thought I would just check in. You know, just to listen in as to the noise because we live in a condo complex. Yeah. So there are neighbors around. We're not on top of each other, but still. And one day I opened that thing up and they were, fine. <laughs> you know, they're taking up the flooring and that is not, that's loud. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I just acted like I didn't hear it. Just kind of quietly put that away. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but see, now you got new floors. Yeah. It's all done. It's all wrapped up, right? Yes. Got to move the furniture, but we're good. Yeah. Uh, how's old Poppy? She's good. Yeah. She, she, had to, she had to go to her little hotel for a couple nights. <laughs> she came back horror spirit. Oh, yeah. Just so much, having so much fun over there. Yeah, I hope so. Just barking at everything. I, it just it scares me to think that she's, she didn't bark a whole lot, but uh, they post pictures, you know, of them during the day. Uh-huh. She was she was having a good time. That's fun. Um, Phil, I, I wanted to, uh, I also wanted to talk just quickly today about, just about pants in general. Mm-hmm. We talk about pants. I've 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 recently said that pants are are really they're the key that unlocks the door to your wardrobe. They're constantly what I find myself replacing the most, getting rid of the most, hating the most, then loving the most. It's 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 the most there, there's the most fluctuation in the in the pants section. Last last year, I came up here, had a whole whole gang of pants, whole box of pants for you that I, you know. Man. You love, found love those. You found something. You found something good in there, which was which was nice. Well, I might have a new box. Bring it. And 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 what's what what's crazy though to me, and I cannot wrap my head around this. Phil, I'm put I'm putting on pants <laughs> that that at one point yeah. I had bought to be my Balenciaga triple S pants, right? Like these were my baggy pants to sit on top of the chunkiest sneaker, yeah. sneaker of all time. And I'm like, why are these so tapered? Why are these so thin? <laughs> these are too skinny. Yeah. These are too tapered. What's going on? Like, it's just, it's the, 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 the brain functionality where like pants that at one time you thought were your baggiest pants that you would put on and be like, these are sloppy as hell. Mm-hmm. And now you're like, and, 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 and this is constantly changing because I did, I, I tried it with these pants last year. Right. And they didn't make, they didn't make it into my too skinny box. And now they might be making it into my two skinny box, and like, I, I, it's just, I can't wrap my head around that. Like, how does it change like that? How does the how does the the perception change so quickly? I had the opposite when I was going back through my suits. All your biz cash, all your suits. N- no, well, <laughs> yeah. Whenever there's a wedding or a funeral, that's typically the only time I wear a suit. Yeah. And so you go back through them. First of all, they don't fit. Yeah, they never fit. But they they fit in the the way that it, it's it's kind of mind blowing. They're they're huge. You would think that they'd be too small, or I, I just because I, I can't wrap my head around me wearing that suit and yeah. thinking, man, I look good. <laughs> yeah, back whenever I bought them. Yeah, yeah, that 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 type of thing has de- definitely has happened to me as well. But but the last couple of seasons has definitely been this this. Uh, you know, and 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 most of what I'm looking at now, I, it's not. I I don't feel like the stuff is like looks bad. It's just, it's not exactly what I want at the moment, and I'm also, I just I look in the mirror and I'm like, how did I ever not think this was, like a slim, a very slim pant or pair of right, jeans? Right. 
Uh, and at the same time, I mean, speaking of the two big stuff, I also pulled out a couple of pants that I bought in 2019 from Engineered Garments as like my baggy pants. And I always knew they were baggy. But I finally put on this one pair again this time for the you know for the first time in in a year or whatever, and I was like, these look ridiculous on me. <laughs> these are too baggy. These are yeah. borderline jinkos. So those also went in the pile. Don't don't throw those my way. <laughs> I won't put that. Yeah, if I bring a box in for you, I'm not. I will Give not. Give me the two skinny box. I will not put those in there for you. <laughs> that would not be. That would swallow me. The truth is, yeah, I probably need to size down on those, which is stupid again because they're already an extra small. And they're like falling off my waist, and and that's what just yeah, it's it's just just take them to Ace Taylor's and spend like two hundred dollars getting them redone. Like no, no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Man, last time I was in there, I had three pair of pants that were getting altered a little bit, each one of them, and I just the experience they're they're really missing on the experience. Like what? Like the basic attitude is like, what the fuck do you want? Yeah, why are you here? I, I, dude, I'm nervous about going in there yeah. to collect my stuff. I'm like, I, I'm, I don't look forward to this, Yeah, to even going in here and, and getting, getting my things. Right. Uh, yeah. It, there's gotta be a better way. There has to be a better way. And I'm, I'm tailoring is already, it's already dummy expensive. Uh, at least it is here in Austin. And so it's like, I don't, you know, I don't want to incur a, another big percentage charge on top yeah. of what I'm already paying. But absolutely, if there could be like a night, just a a nicer feeling, like a ta- a tailor type experience, you know, you ever mm-hmm. been to like a tailor tailor? Like you ever been to Gasani up north? No. In Beaumont, I had a lady that would. She was just a tailor. Yeah, but like, you, you it was ever, still. How about at a, how about at like a Neiman Marcus? You ever tried something on and had their tailor Sachs. like Saks? Bought a yeah. suit at Saks and they they did it there. Yeah, that's a that's a it, it was that's nice. nice. It was very nice. Yeah. That's that's kind of what I'm looking for. Just a little bit, little bit more more love and attention and and, yeah. and comfort is re- is the the big one. That's not what they're they're churning out they, volume, yeah, baby. Yeah. Too much volume. They do have yeah. They need to turn down the volume. This is. <laughs> I also have a theory that this is happening at vets. I think there's too much volume at vets. I think they're dealing oh, with man. too many animals. I don't trust any vet. I do, well, I I no longer do either. Yeah. And it's and it's a it's a problem. Um, but, but I don't think that, I do not think if you're a vet and you do not live in Austin and you've been thinking about opening your own veterinary practice, I would come down here and do it. Cause we could use a few more, I think. Mm-hmm. And the same, same type of thing. You gotta, you gotta know these animals. Yeah. When I bring, when I bring a dog in, I want you to know who my dog is. Right. 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 You expect that with your doctor. Yeah. Why wouldn't you expect that with your vet? Right. That's whenever I bring Poppy to the little boarding place, they know her. Yeah, of course. I feel like she's in good hands. Yeah. So although I still get nervous. Stories for another time and place, Phil. Um, man, so much has been happening. I'm sure I'm forgetting something, but uh but we're at an hour now, so I, I don't want to keep us too much longer here on this on this lovely Friday evening. Well, I hope to be back soon. Barry. Got anything else for the uh for the kids? Sorry for the absence, kids. It's all good. It's all good. I mean, I was uh planning on getting here more often, but we'll see what We'll see how we can work this out. We will. We will. Um, stay tuned for updates on that. Uh, we're on Patreon still, patreon.com slash club cool. We'll have a couple good stuff. A couple good, couple good cu- stuff. A couple good stuff. A couple few. A couple few things on there for you in the month of December. And um, be sure to check out the Sunday Scaries this weekend. I did a little guest spot. It's a gift guide. Ah. So uh, if, you, if you need, we, we covered home. 
for him and for her. So if you need some ideas for gifts, for gifts, check that out. And uh, yes, we will be back soon. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening. Thanks for sharing your your Spotify Wrapped. If we made it into there on on your on your Spotify, I, sharing your Spotify Wrapped is a meme now. Yeah, and then complaining about Spotify Wrapped is also, a meme, and then and now that's gone the other way. We're saying you like Spotify Wrapped is also like a cliched meme. But I'm here to say, I love it. I love it. This is actually the other thing I wanted to talk about. So we're gonna we're gonna, we're going we're for back. two more minutes. Hope you, hopefully you didn't turn us off. <laughs> Everybody's gone. I, my my Spotify top five, yeah. was was so utterly predictable and basic that I that that I'm like semi embarrassed about it. Right, you have to be, but Did, you're embarrassed about it because you've been grinding those those artists for that long. Most people would be like, yeah, that that makes sense, or those are good, you know. But for me, it's like like when we would release a new line with uh-huh. Rowdy or whatever. Yeah, I hated it. Right by the time it got to the stores. Right, right. Um, but but it, you know, if you if you miss mine, here it was. It was this year. It was Kanye at number one, and then the weekend, then J, uh, Jay Z, Justin Bieber. Wait, let's see. Kanye, the weekend, Jay Z, Justin Bieber, and Drake. Um, and I was feeling, you know, a a, a little weird about that because i because i didn't i didn't feel that way this year i didn't feel that i only the problem is i always go back to at least one kanye album every year yeah and that that always puts him near the top and then drake released a new album he's a he's a great gym play um i really did enjoy the new weekend and bieber album so i didn't didn't hate that they were on there but i listened to a lot of other stuff this year and um anyway uh, to, to continue the thought here as 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 kind of embarrassed as I was about having a bunch of top forty artists in my top five and nothing interesting, so to, you know, nothing 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 quote unquote cool, right? No little indie bands or stuff that only I know about or or that I'm early on anything like that. I also didn't see anybody else with a similar top five, and that's what I like about Spotify Wrapped is I like is everybody has something different. You know, you I, I I know that I know that just by by simple numbers, there are plenty of other people with my five artists set on their top five, but it's not like it, I wasn't seeing everybody's Spotify Wrapped and seeing those five artists on right. on all of them. Right. Everybody's got a really unique mix. Mine just so happens to be that I fucking love dancey pop rap, <laughs> <laughs> and so I you know I I. I Hey, if you posted your Spotify rap, there's a chance that I screen grabbed your top five artists and songs because I wanted to go listen to your those songs and those artists right. and, and see what, you know. Like if you're if you're listening to a bunch of music and you liked those songs enough to have them on repeat twelve or fifteen or twenty or thirty times, I want to hear what you liked about it so much. Like it must be good in some way, shape, or form. So that that's what I like about it. I like that I like that despite, you know thinking that 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 it uh that it might be more homogenized it's really not and everybody has a little a little unique formula which how is which is why this is fun or no how many minutes did you I listen? was really low on minutes shockingly low and I and feel like mine's low I feel like it glitched cuz I don't believe it but my, I had like 9000 minutes right, mine's like 6800 yeah and that it seems well the only time I really I guess is at the gym okay so same for me is basically the story here. Now, now I'm finally back into the office, so I'm listening to music a little bit more during the day. 
got the commute back, but I usually reserve commutes for podcasts. Right. Um, and then also we we mentioned Sirius XM. Mm-hmm. I listen to a lot of XM radio yeah. as well, which which definitely dampens that number. But I did. But I, yeah, I felt like my my minutes number was really low as well. But it definitely it definitely did speak to that. That when I where I'm mostly listening to music over the past eighteen months is at the gym. Mm-hmm. So dancing in the mirror, dancing in the mirror. Yep. Just getting my right. you get get my pop star Drake and Bieber on right. Yeah. At Whatever that gym is called. <laughs> Shouts to the to the EQX. EQX. You're still a member. Still a member. Okay. Don't know for how much longer. Yeah. We'll see. Who before we leave, who was your I didn't see you post. So give a get can you give us your <laughs> yeah. give give us your top five. Let's see. Who'd you have on there? Number one, Noel Gallagher. Okay. Formerly of Oasis. <laughs> His solo project is incredible. Okay. Did that just come out this year? <laughs> no. <laughs> Number two, Pearl Jam. Okay. Have you heard of them? I have. I know them. Number three, this this doesn't seem right to me. I guess I, I played them for a while, but it should not be number three. Greta Van Fleet. Okay. You were getting you were getting all geared up for the ACL show. Yeah, maybe. Number four, <laughs> a band that everybody knows, everybody's favorite, Turnstile. <laughs> Look them up. Okay. <laughs> And number five, this is wrong, but I, I did once I found this this guy, I listened to a lot of it. His Golden Messenger. Okay. You know All right. I mean? No. Mm-mm. Turnstile and His Golden Messenger. Two for the. Yeah. Two his for the with two S's. Two for the lookups. Mm-hmm. Do you know who I did? I just on the way over here, I was like, "Oh, I'm recording Club Cool. I should listen to this." I po- I finally popped on some Rustin Kelly. Ah, I, I've I've never listened to him. I do you like Jason Isbell? Yeah. You like singer songwriter country, for a, a short period of time. Okay. I like Jason Isbell. Yeah, it, it's a little, it's a little more rascal flatsy than Jason Isbell. Okay, he played Mohawk the other night, which is Jason uh, Isbell. No, uh, Rustin Kelly. Yeah. Okay, so it's got it's you know it, but it's also very it's it's got touches of Ryan Bingham and and some of that that kind of like singer songwriter country. Um, and it's good. Yeah. The, the the his big song, his one his one big big hit, Mockingbird, is very very good. Uh, and then I, I just started getting into some of the other stuff that I was I was enjoying as well. It's not it's obviously not my favorite genre, as you know from my top five. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I was enjoying it, and I, I did I finally I finally heard a little a little go. Rustin himself, little Miss, Mr. Casey Musgrave. So Rustin, Rustin, I do feel I, you you listen to a few songs and suddenly. You kind of want to know his side of the story. Uh, I'll tell you that much. Rustin, <laughs> get your ass in here! <laughs> All right, that'll wrap it up for us. Um, we'll 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 see y'all soon. Thanks everybody for listening. Later.